0: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to content versus the machine this is the podcast where two guys sit down and try and discover something i don't know what my intro is supposed to be this is oh, a shit this is too long one cup two guys one cup one second oh my gosh this is, well we're
1: tailing this off for people who have been listening i think this is near the end nigh and uh <laughs> nigh i the think end. we have two this and another episode really
0: and then we'll have a group hug I will never speak to each other again. never (laughs) again. I am so ready to get you out of my contacts. It is (laughs) burning me up inside. Block. block. And you said we did a podcast together at some point? That's not me.
1: Yeah, rename it Likely Fraud. I've been getting those. Likely Fraud
0: on your phone. Right. Yes. Hey, this is Julie from the CPC. And (laughs) this is how I normally enter or, or open this up. It is, my name is Kyle. Yeah, it is Kyle. I don't know why you're pointing at me. We all know who you are, and I'm the machine. Mm-hmm. But who are also, you?
1: I, yeah, I wonder if people can tell we're actually in a room together.
0: I know we're it's not weird. On Zoom just why it's hard to concentrate. Kyle, this is a podcast where a sentient machine is forcing us each season to watch movies from a specific year in order to prevent it from starting the apocalypse. Although. What is the word of the day? It is nigh upon us. (laughs) It's happening. (laughs) The machine still threatens our lives if we don't review the films it asks us to, although we do tend to talk about the ideas of the movie rather than the movie itself. And today, we decided to talk about three films. Why not? All at the same time, all that premiered on Netflix and all backed by Netflix in various different ways. So first up, let's get into talking about Black Mirror, colon, Bandersnatch. (laughs) Vivid dreams, like thinking weird things. What sorts of things? We're going to be a hit factory, like Motel, but for computer games. You heard it here first. I understand. It's an adventure game based it on the book. Jerome F. Davies was a genius. See that bloke who went cuckoo and cut his wife's head off. When it's a concept piece, a bit of madness is what you need. I think where how I want to sort of frame this is in the year 2018. An indictment of Netflix itself. Well, sort of, but I mean, I do think that streaming, while good in so many different ways, like easy access to films, at least from a certain time period, doesn't really go back all that far, but from a certain time period, at least, great to find different things, ease of use. I think that that's all great. Yes. And I think in some ways they can be innovative uh, and um, you know build up smaller filmmakers that may not have had the chance of you know if you say uh, so yeah. finding an audience yeah
1: like that uh, oh man what's that? Martin Scorsese what what is well, his that's, name that's, that's Apple
0: but sure yes <laughs>
1: oh that's that killer oh sorry David Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, that's Fincher. right. Venture yeah. has partnered with uh, Netflix now for his last couple of films. Yeah, okay. but uh, but well, this is a great setup set for our last film. We're going to talk about. But I also like that what they do Mm -hmm. is they say what they used to do in the 70s. When we were talking about the movies in the 70s, like, hey, you're an auteur. Here's just some money and you can just go make the film that you want to go and make. Yeah. Whether you like the films or not. We don't care. I just like that approach rather than it's like, have we heard about this IP in the past? Well, here's $200 million and go and make a movie about... it's the an slinky. overcorrection. <laughs> it's such
1: an overcorrection though, because there's no editing. There's no, okay, uh, you need some restraint. And well, I agree
0: w- with that, but I, but I think that the, the perfect medium was like, you're no auteur, go and make the film you want. Okay. For this budget. We're not giving you any more than that. We're them a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, but like, go and make, go and make your movie. I just think there's interesting art that gets made when someone gets to have their vision completely fulfilled. I'm
1: trying to think of a good one on Netflix, for example. Uh, I liked Roma.
0: Roma was great.
1: Yeah, fine. Roma. That was, uh, I mean hard watch five not... years ago five years ago
0: <laughs> no I, I'll, I'll I'll go in for the Irishman I know you bounced out of that 20 minutes yeah in, but, yeah. I, but I... you
1: know you need a they need better de-aging and that sure. movie should have been an hour less
0: well it's actually not to go too far on off on a tangent here I actually it's my criticism of killers of the flower moon as well for both of those I think they probably would have made better mini series yeah. than they would just a film that you're sitting and watching from from With start to finish hours, yeah. weirdly enough it's for killers at least For me, it's this weird paradox where it's both too long and too short, Mm. (laughs) where it's too long to sit and watch that movie in one sitting but also there's certain scenes like, oh, I think you could like expand it on this I, character So more. basically
1: if it wasn't if it was a, a Martin Scorsese film, you
0: would just say it was a bad movie. No, because I think there's <laughs> great stuff in it. It's a good, there's, there's there's some really, really great I felt great really
1: stuff it. like it took too long to watch but I also feel like they missed a lot of stuff. You, yeah, that's a you,
0: great film. No, you that's were, what you, you want to... You are the epitome of someone who feels like if there's one bad thing, trash, hate it. It's the worst movie oh, of all gonna time. Oh, we're talking to talk about some trash today. I'm just saying that you, you never have like a middle opinion or it's very rare for you to be like, eh, it's fine. It's well, either it's the best thing ever or it's the worst thing ever there's some weird like <laughs> yeah it's not that weird it's fairly obvious it's a uh, personality disorder <laughs> <laughs> to that point but netflix is changing its tactic here when they came out here saying something that we have basically been saying forever which is like we've been making too many films we haven't had like these safeguards in place yeah. so we're going to be we're going to be focusing more on quality rather than quantity odd because if you have watched netflix they've released I forget, like 55 or original. I'm going to put that in quotes. Original films last year. It's like, no one is watching these. Like, no. the vast majority, no one is watching these no. movies. I'm, I'm trying to think of a good one. I mean, it doesn't matter. We're, we're belaboring. I know. The let, me, point, let, me, let me do this because I hate when we just, like, well, I can't think of anything. And then there's, like, something <laughs> right, obvious. Right. Like, I'm going to do Go Netflix nerd. original movies, not movies that they bought. Yeah, that Google doesn't count. Just Google it. And we'll see if I will have liked any of these. All right. Uh, well, we, we watched The Killer. You didn't like The Killer, I'm guessing. So that was, that's a.
1: Eh, movie for me. Sure. Like, uh, I gave it a three, I think. Mm -hmm. I I think there are parts of it that work. And Mm -hmm. some of it, like, it's one of those ones where you turn off the film, you're like, I don't know. Did something happen? I don't
0: remember. I like The King the king was a good which movie which the king that had timothy chalamet in it but it's a it's a Bias. shakespeare adaptation i've never of it. heard of it. it didn't pop up on my algorithm um i really hated the gray man although you like the gray man apparently
1: well i knew what it was when i pressed play mm-hmm. and it was going to be fucking stupid and I enjoyed it for being sure. dumb
0: yeah. uh, my show has not come out <laughs> yet so I cannot speak on it but I'm very much looking forward to that movie mm-hmm. The Old Guard was fine I like The Old Guard The Ballad of Buster Scruggs I actually quite like that mm-hmm. Coen Brothers movie we're already so we're like Nola yeah. Holmes <laughs> I like... actually liked the first one so uh, yeah, it was okay it was uh, cute it was cute Oaksha, the uh, Bong Joon-ho film about the big I giant never pig. watched it yeah I it's okay it. oh yeah. The Harder They Fall I actually quite like The Harder, Harder They Fall yeah.
1: but it, like so for, this is a good example The Harder yeah. They Fall would that have made money in the theater, I don't think so,
0: which sucks
1: because you have great black that is actors. That's true. But do people go to see a black actor western? I don't think the American public would.
0: Yeah, that's hard. It's hard. I, I it's hard. Know. That's my bias, but I mean, it's it's easy to lean on that as like, well, it's never happened in the past, but you never really know that until yeah. you release it into the theaters. you' eh, should have given it a shot. I mean, the, the biggest the biggest example of that here this past year it was Oppenheimer, and I'm only using that as the example because. Yes, Christopher Nolan brings in a certain amount of money, but a movie about the guy who developed the atom bomb, which is three hours long, does not make a billion dollars at the box no. office just because Christopher Nolan's name is attached That's to it. That's right. Because his previous movies, his past couple have not done that. So there was something about that that was drawing people no. in. Over and over again. Never would have predicted that at the beginning of the year. Propaganda. Huac was involved, I'm sure. Huac. Every time you say Huac, I just imagine Al Pacino
1: saying it. Huac. And I'm blind, which you probably Mm -hmm. often think while I'm watching
0: films. I think you're also deaf. Bandersnatch. So this is part (laughs) of. Black Mirror, right. the TV show Black Mirror, which you have not seen a single episode of. No, it's it's
1: one of those things that's been on my watch, uh, on my list for six years. How old is it? Eight, seven years? I remember when
0: Probably it- Probably longer than that, actually.
1: Yeah, whenever it came out on Netflix, I'm like, oh, this is kind of something I'd really want to- Yeah, it actually might
0: be play. more like 10 years old at this point. On Netflix? Well, not since Netflix took it over. We were talking about this. The first two seasons were BBC right. I British production. Which
1: I wouldn't have known about. Which are
0: on Netflix now. But yeah, I think Netflix took it over maybe six or seven years ago. Yeah.
1: Anyways, whenever it first launched and the first series came up, first series, I think it was the Netflix version of sure. the first series. And then I thought, oh, this looks great. It truly really looks great. And then I don't know if we were friends yet, but somebody told me they were quite good. And then I just never press play. But I do have uh, the one restriction, which I always bring up, which is I have to watch films that everyone will watch. Yeah, no, watch. fair enough. So that is definitely not something that would be Helen's vibe. So then I have to think, is this something that I would crawl into a corner and watch on my phone by myself? Mm. And I just never reach that Well, it's,
0: it's so hard because I bet your I bet your wife would like a couple of them. It's the fascinating thing about Black Mirror, even though it has a general theme that's similar to all of them they have vastly different tones Mm. like some of them are straight up comedies some of them are content go into like the horror space some of them are just science fiction stories so it's always there's one that's a a romance which i think is one of the best ones they ever created Mm. Uh, softy i'm a big softy that way um for those of you who are black mirror fans i'm talking about san junipero which is one of my favorite pieces of this thing like how do you even
1: know i guess i'd have to google what which episode could my wife enjoy (laughs)
0: it is because some of them are would be like nope after like five minutes. Some of them are are pretty like gnarly to to get through. Like they go to places that you're not prepared to go to necessarily. This last season, I got a little bit miffed because they went really far into like supernatural horror. It's like that is not really what this show has been about traditionally. Mm. So, anyways, that's that's a whole other point. Set their fans. My thing for that I always tell people about Black Mirror, being a big fan of it, even though it goes up and down in quality, I think, episode to episode, is that if you were to choose to watch it from episode one mm. and onwards, I always tell people not to do it that way. Uh. Pick any other episode as your first episode. Oh, okay. So you can watch episode two and it's yes. fine. You just
1: don't like episode
0: one. Well it's not that I don't like episode one. I think episode one is fascinating, but It sets this really improper expectation about what the rest of the show is going to be like. Because it's so good? No. (laughs) Uh, I only say this because I'm just going to say what the premise is. All right. Which is, it takes place in the UK because it was a British production. And this terrorist group is holding the government hostage, basically, okay? They give this ultimatum to the prime minister. And the the prime minister is like, you can make everything stop if you have sex with this pig. (laughs) Perfect and then uh, why moral hasn't quandary. anyone done that yet right That's genius and so so if you think you're setting up like am i going to watch like weird sex things for the next thing is this going to be it's like it's, i don't know it just sets like the super improper expectation Way about what the up. rest of the series is all right all right because it doesn't get that far weird <laughs> at any other point
1: so does he have sex with the pig
0: he does <laughs> He super spoiler, super does spoiler. They don't alert. show anything, but yes, yes.
1: It's just some light squealing. It's kind of like a Kermit Miss Piggy vibe. <laughs> yeah, is he? Yeah, is he quite gangly and a little bit green? <laughs> yeah, he actually screams, Wah, and
0: He throws his arms up in the air. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What um, is
1: happening with this episode? I
0: don't know. We're gross. off the rails. We're being cancelled. Um, uh, oh. The Black Mirror episode of Bandersnatch, though, was this new thing that they were mm-hmm. trying out on Netflix, which allowed you to choose your own adventure, basically, yep. right? Uh, which, which I've learned time. is a trademark term. I actually cannot legally say choose your own oh, adventure. Okay, okay. But, you know, you pick what 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 a- uh, area you want to go in, what direction you want to go in. You select your own... Pick direction. You select
1: your own... Mm-hmm. your own voyage you select your own voyage.
0: select your own voyage which hilariously in my opinion mm-hmm. works on ipad computer but not smart televisions no it doesn't work on the apple tv and apparently doesn't work on roku either like you actually it,
1: it does work on our it works on this tv vizio, oh, vizio this yeah. chinese
0: tv yeah so it's like some televisions can and but some people can't. That's right. But yeah, for sure the Apple TV cannot. And I was reading it up, trying to figure it out. It's it's one of those dumb. Um, oh, why? Uh, of, yeah, why this is the case. When it works with like Mac computers and, and iPads, like yeah. it just didn't make sense to me. And it's a really boring answer, but it's something to do with a co- certain codec that you, is used. I was going to gonna pick say, it has
1: up. to be a codec. Come on, Kyle. Everybody knows that it's good. Which the
0: Apple TV does not support. And it's like, okay, this, I, I, I don't know. It, it's so boring that you like fell asleep while reading this article. Sounds like the third movie rant. I was like, like, I was like oh my God, okay, whatever. Fine. It just doesn't work. Yeah. First thoughts. First initial thoughts. 14 minutes into recording this episode. uh, This actually, this is not our longest
1: uh, Mm -hmm. delay before talking about films. Although we do have three to get through. So I guess the first disclaimer is you lured me into your house to watch this with (laughs) you. That's true. (laughs) I I bandered your snatch and you came over. (laughs) No, I actually invited myself over to your place so we Mm -hmm. could watch this together. Right. Uh, And I have not obviously done this, but you had.
0: Yes. Um, So this is my second time. Kind of watching you pick the direction.
1: Uh, well, you didn't watch me pick the first time.
0: No, that's true. Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm so I'm a little worried. Am I in the bandersnatch? Right Are you now? still in the
0: bandersnatch?
1: <laughs> um, so I, I love the idea of it, and I guess uh, Emerson and I have done the bear Gryllis one, and he, there's a Captain Underpants one, and. Mm-hmm. There's a couple like right. on the kids scale. When we sat down, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do some stuff here. And the warm-up questions were a little annoying. Was yeah, that? I agree.
0: Picking a cereal. You're just picking cereal, picking yeah. what you're listening to on your Walkman. It's like, it's,
1: it's fairly self-explanatory. We don't need test mm-hmm. footage, but you know, as we started making bad decisions, I was impressed initially by, uh, what would we call it? Like just the voluminous, voluminous, mm-hmm. the amount of side footage and, uh, montages they've put together to make it seem seamless I remember seamless watching i
0: don't know if it was like a making of or just like a video on youtube about the making of the episode back in 2018 when this when this premiered and yeah it was a very meticulous like they had to graph it out and know exactly what I mean, had to be shown if you'd pick this in the film track yeah. <laughs> and stuff. i know i'm just saying like this was not just like oh let's just wing it and hopefully this all works yeah, yeah, out yeah. like you no, had to really yes. consider like it's okay, designed if you have choosing this then we have to yeah <laughs> get back to here at some point
1: yeah and then i found like towards the end it was exhausting i Mm -hmm. I just didn't give a shit by the end, and uh, it wasn't even like the weird horror turn it takes, because you get that from the opening mm-hmm. texture. I don't know. The cinematography. I mean, it's British, so you know it's that thing. You know it's European as soon as it opens. Just whatever that camera that they use, whatever lens options they mm-hmm. have in Europe, which
0: are different apparently than Hollywood. i playing at 25 frames per second. <laughs> Do you know the UK people. They love their 25 <laughs> frames per second.
1: And then, uh, I don't know. What was it, Kyle? Like, I can't put my finger on the spot, I, I th- but honestly, somewhere I think at the end, me, I just...
0: I think for me it. where I bounce off of this a little bit because I I, I do love again the conceit of it yes. that you're choosing this this journey of this character how this boy will die. And it's like the meta narrative right cuz Bandersnatch is also the video game that he is de- de- designing that he's going crazy cuz he thinks someone is controlling adventure. his adventure yes. and then then he starts to like speak back to you and go against what you've chosen for him Breaking to do. The wall, yeah. So there's some cool things that they're doing there narratively. But invariably, and I felt this when I did it, what really annoyed me even the first time going through it is that there is this kind of, I will call it like the middle portion, where it's like, they just really want you to pick a certain path. Mm. So they kind of just force you For, to go you know, in this they... loop two or three times before it's like, okay, to get you to the what? next part, you have to pick this, that this is... one lane. And at that point it's like, well, am I really picking yes. anything here? And I think what I asked you after watching it together, though, is like, would this work I feel satisfied in any type of genre or storyline for a film to do this where I'm actually picking the journey and I've been thinking about this for the last week and I think ultimately I don't think I would because unlike a video game where I can feel like, oh, I've accomplished something or I've chosen how to do something. As the big Zelda fan I am, I can choose to go and like take down flowers and get rupees for like an hour if I really want to or actually go on the journey. But I feel that there's always forward progression and this, it feels like I'm still stuck in this route, a predetermined route. Uh, And I think the greatness of video games, what they can do for you, the best of them this is what we the designers wanted you to do and we're making it feel like you've solved something mm, like yes. you beat the game somehow yeah, yeah i did not feel that in this in this film
1: yeah i think traditional I mean, not to get too into the video game world, but the JRPG kind Mm -hmm. of thing and the Zelda thing is that you get a better sense of that once they made the side quest open world format, and you don't have to necessarily play the story in its order. So the latest Mm -hmm. two Zelda games, Breath of the Wild and uh, Tears of the Kingdom, you can actually go and fight Ganon in your first battle if you want, you will die but you can go and do sure. that. Uh so then for the game to actually work on a functional level of course you still have to find all the options and power up your character. Uh, but you're right. If I want I can fuck off and build a balloon, right? right? And so you don't yeah, you feel freedom. I just it reminded me when you're talking about this Helen actually watched, I think it's a Netflix one, an, A Choose Your Own Adventure uh you know, like Hallmark romance oh, one. Oh sure. Yeah. But apparently you can i end up with any of the three male leads
0: oh interesting which
1: i think if they did that with bandersnatch or in the old uh sail your own voyage books actually no those are the trademarks the choose your own adventure books when you make uh, a poor decision you die like it's like the end and yes. then you, it's your turn to go back to page one or if you're mm-hmm. a nerd like you know we're holding my fingers Hold my no i didn't use yeah. this i didn't <laughs> choose this 63 63 <laughs> but this this I think it was new, and they didn't devise enough for all of the beautiful layout work or structural work they did to make the shots uh, seem seamless. And there's a couple ones where they have a meta uh, narrative where, they, sure. when you come back, they're like, "Well, I think I've done this before." Right? Um, but you're right. I think maybe that's when I checked out. I think we did two of those loops uh, somewhere. Uh, was it the bus and like the office? It doesn't really matter.
0: And then bus uh, meaning the therapist going off. On oh the yeah, side the therapist. Term. But you keep coming back to the therapist session, yeah. right? And
1: I'm like, I don't actually want to tell her anything anyway. So why do I have to? To do it. Yeah. And I think that's, you're right. That's a great observation. I think that's the point where I was like, I don't know. I, like Then I just started picking the most uh, insane things, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chop them Get up. Some drama <laughs> in here. <laughs> and it worked. And we were done. And I was like, great. I mean, yeah. you know, I'd have to spend three hours in this fucking thing. Right. We still spent an hour and a half, which is crazy. Because uh, I think you said the fast. Runtime like might be forty minutes.
0: I think so. I think if from start to finish, you can do like the story. If you, if you select the correct option, yeah, it's like forty-five minutes, maybe fifty-five or something like that. But right. like the, the runtime on uh, uh IMDb and and on um, uh, Letterbox says it's ninety minutes. Yeah. But like I don't, you can get lost. I think you could go longer if you wanted to, or yeah. do it fairly quicker than that too. Just because I'm a, such a dumb nerd. <laughs> No fun Isn't that an
1: oxymoron? I don't know. Yeah. So you know, there's like, future
0: adventure books. <laughs> I forget which title it is, but there is this semi-famous one that, on the first printing, th- this book now goes for like thousands of dollars if it comes up in auction because there's actually a misprint. No in it where you can't actually get to the end (laughs) there's no way to actually it refers you to the wrong page exactly Uh, so uh it's like a collector's item at this point it's like the uh, two joint adventure where you'll never see the ending if you follow even if you pick all the different options there's no way to get to the end piece
1: you are a dumb nerd (laughs) yeah (laughs) i i was i see the point i think that's i mean you know as a film it's shot reasonably well well, acted acted reasonably well kid Um, from
0: dunkirk is in it
1: yeah, and uh, what's his face? The new golden boy. Oh, that's
0: right. Um, guy who shows his penis, and we are the best. Ad- Adam
1: Warlock, whatever. His that's name. right. Uh, he's and he's pretty good. He's I, we killed him pretty early on. Yes. So, uh,
0: oh, and that was the only thing I was going to say. I think the only bit that we don't really that we didn't get into because I spent time trying to, like all the different choices back in twenty eighteen. Dumb nerd. There is a point where you do meet the actual comes demon back. from the game. Like he oh. comes in. And you actually have to not battle them, but there's a, a face off with either um, of five. But <laughs> you going to give Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Uh,
1: I don't remember what I put on a lot of I think it was a two and a half. Oh, okay. um, I'm giving it a two. Yeah. Did I give it a two? I don't know. We're talking about it now. I'm like, I didn't enjoy it, but there are interesting parts of
0: it. So, yeah. Dave, yeah. do you think that this, uh, well, this ties to two movies. So do you think this is better or worse than Solo, a Star Wars story? Oh, well, it's more ambitious. Sure. But
1: uh, yeah, we can put it above. Solo is such a fucking bad movie. How about uh,
0: Ready Player One? I actually don't mind Ready Player One. Yeah. Yeah it's fine it's fine uh okay oh yeah, let's put it in between we'll split the difference here so so you'll enter our list at the, the new number 28 position going below ready player one and above solo a star we're wars cooking. story so like the end our of the year s- or something i wish i'd had a choice not to listen to that review our second movie that we're talking about here this oh, week yes is the aptly named bird box <laughs> Please don't take my children! How have you been feeling? Have you been sleeping any better? Rough. Then again, I never slept well before. Condition. Condition?
1: It's called pregnancy. It's okay to say it out loud.
0: can you just please drive did you see something so dave in uh yes, yes 150 words or less why is this called bird box <laughs> there's a box and has birds in it uh, that apparently can survive underwater for multiple minutes i mean
1: they're birds birds aren't real i don't know if you've been on reddit but, uh, sure. birds are not real. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess they couldn't figure out a different name, like, don't look at its face, or, uh, make it will make you kill it can you imagine Bill? it's like this will make you kill yourself yeah. that's also not
0: a great name for i'm a just film. gonna point out that we are by a busy intersection and so you're gonna be hearing sirens probably constantly if in the anybody's background.
1: been listening to this podcast they are used to that because i'm pretty sure there's police officers around my condo every time i record
0: it does smell like motor oil down there <laughs> i did tell dave that when i got here so we could explode at any second it's manly it is based on the book which, and I would and I would imagine that You didn't read it, eh? I did not, know Um because you have to wear it blindfolded and it makes it really <laughs> hard to read. No. Uh when you read it, you want to kill yourself. That's I, where the
1: that's where the film came from. Anytime mm-hmm. this
0: happens where there's an adaptation where I don't think things make sense. I'm like, this is probably explained a lot better. It has in the to book be. yeah. Because they could take a passage and just explain what is going on. Sort of thing. Yeah. Because yeah. the basic setup is like some alien entity. If you look at it, you either want to kill yourself or kill other people. Um, that is not very well explained. No. I don't think in this movie, why no. some people just immediately kill themselves and yeah. others don't. But it makes you go crazy. So to fight it's against. It's like a so rapture something, thing. Yeah. You yeah. put stuff around your eyes so you don't get raptured, which fine sure um, sure
1: you know what that's the thing you know if that's where you want to go with it great
0: i think it's a good setup i actually yeah. think the actual initial set yeah. and actually the best part of this movie for me is kind of that first 15 minutes when things yes. are going to hell and it's like what is happening this is up to the point my sister dies and you're yeah, like yeah, yeah this
1: is this i want to know what this is what's happened?
0: what's going on and then i don't and know and then a series of Fuck. i don't know some really bizarre decisions this is um i think a great example of of how not to do an adaptation, how not to make a film. Well, not that because I think, I think <laughs> Kylie Bandersnatch in a way, I think this is actually shot fairly well, yeah. and the performances are good for, for what John this, Malkovich is always great. Yeah, like John Malkovich <laughs> shows up, uh, and uh, Sandra Bullock, I think, oh, is always dependable. She's
1: fairly magnetic, even in a shitty
0: film, you do want to see what happens to her, exactly. But we get to this house where a bunch of other survivors are, and it's like we have. Ten people that are in this Random house. Random
1: diversity casting. Like they no, don't even relate to each other. Not even that. Like they Again, don't I don't represent anything don't in care the human that There's
0: like different ethnicities and no. And I genders, just mean like
1: but, like, uh, like you have old white lady but her her being old and white does not play into how her character is going to die it's like yeah she I, just I, appears think that's, in it. I think
0: that's, that's so clear it's like a gun to my head right now could not tell you a single one of these people's names no nor like what Backstore their, what is their thing is uh we have machine gun kelly there for some reason
1: well he's there to have sex with the, with the, hot, I think. the but random then lady they, they
0: have sex and then they run away so like we don't know I, if they if die it's like, I, it's like I, so what were they there for then? Like, this is what I mean about adaptation. Like, not that I know what I'm doing, but if I was to adapt this, I'm like, and half of these characters are gone. Yep. They had nothing to this plot. No, so we're gonna have to focus on the ones that have to be here. So Sandra we need John Malkovich. the handsome
1: black dude. We need the handsome black dude. John we need, Malkovich. Uh, the uh, the um oh the other lady who's pregnant yes but yeah, uh, uh and then i kids. like
0: um gosh the asian guy the oh yeah uh whatever you have a crush on. i you. do who cares
1: the one that because he has to set up that you can't even look at it you a can't Vida even feed. look at the
0: monitors and stuff like that so uh gosh he's like in, that's in where the whole thing TV forever and i can't remember as
1: soon name. as you get there this, everything stops making sense because mm-hmm. they get in a car and they drive oh <laughs> with crash assist that's the fucking it's like, nope. stupidest thing i've ever watched anyways yeah so there's it's it's poorly adapted i don't know if the book did it better but you know, after we watched it, I've been thinking about that movie for about a couple of days after, and I think I think a lot of these people are put in just for the gore, and I wouldn't even be surprised yeah. if they're not in the book because it's Wong, exception- By the way, is his name surprisingly, surprisingly gory.
0: Is- yeah, it gets real gory in some yeah. cases, which, I mean, again, that's sometimes the horror thing is that you just get a bunch of characters there to up the body count. Just to count. die, yeah. I don't know. It falls too far into some of the tropes that I am a big hater of, which is like, we know this person is crazy, but we're just going to let him in anyways. Yeah. And like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> it's like, we're going to, I guess, somehow drive this car without seeing where we're going i'm like mm, i don't know about and it's that. not
1: like you're driving down the street they were driving through the city like yes they were making turns making running turns. over dead body cadavers and like squishies and oh
0: Let's hope there's it's no awful. car in front of you. I guess. Like
1: if there's a if there's a body in front of the car, that crash assist is going to signal. Like it it knows there's something yeah. on the road. Not that you could actually use that, but
0: whatever. Um, all of that, I could maybe have had it some. Time, but but I mean, yeah. I mean, I still wasn't like a hater or anything. Like that. I was like, okay, some of this is not Dumb. going. Yeah. But then we do like this big jump forward. I will say they're, they're kind of jumping back and forth between them traveling down this river. A
1: tiring trope
0: now. Her and yeah. these two kids that have survived uh, and flashing back to the the, the happening, I guess. of yeah. the sorry, but uh, That's
1: trademark too. So let's I don't, be yeah, I careful. Yeah.
0: I don't think it fundamentally works doing that. They just do it too much going back and forth. It's exhausting. Yeah. But whatever. Fine. We, and they're we,
1: bringing the timelines together. So it's yes. like.
0: We, we know that uh, we get to the end of like being in the house and they're escaping and they're going on this journey.
1: You know, what I just realized the future and the past are actually like a weak part
0: no, Well, they can't. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they do actually eventually meet up in the middle like yeah, that. It's but there weird. is a there is a jump forward because the kids are now five, five-ish, six maybe. Oh man,
1: that's how you know it didn't work because mm-hmm. I forgot that part. Okay, keep going, keep going
0: uh i'm only saying that is that this is where maybe the book could go into more detail and explain this why but she calls them boy and girl which so right stupid. away i'm like absolutely that is no, not gonna wrong. happen. Incorrect. nope Nope, nope 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 that's fail. not gonna happen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that immediately makes me hate the sandra bullock character <laughs> to be weird i don't know it just is like no one would be that cruel. and not affectionately
1: not like right. come here boy it's like
0: boy girl shut the fuck up <laughs> keep your eyes closed you're gonna
1: kill us all you piece of shit canoe. yeah it's like pretty fucking aggressive yeah.
0: and then it's like okay we're gonna we're, we have to go to these rapids to go to this like shangri-la place that we've been told <laughs> about um blindly and it's, yeah it's like it's like you're gonna have to like Tell me how to go through the <laughs> rapids. And I was like, no, none of us are going to look so that none of us get raptured. I'm like, and
1: she's still rowing and with It's your... just like, this oh, is so
0: <laughs> dumb at this point. Like, I'm just like, so, my intelligence has been so insulted. They all go into the water. Oh, they use the birds because apparently they can sense when this the birds thing. freak
1: out when the raptures happen.
0: But we're, I'm telling you, they're fully dunked into this river for a minute at least and then everyone emerges totally fine the birds are flooding around and like nothing's happened like "Uh, okay
1: she's doing like she's carrying two kids sprinting in a forest she's never been in before totally blind totally blind dodging trees she fell down twice and i was joking with kyle like when i go on a hike with my
0: eyes i (laughs) I fall down trip over (laughs) tree roots all the time and then they eventually get to the happy place, which is a bunch of people who are Just blind. a
1: bunch of blind folks. Uh, sweet. I don't want to hate on uh, the sight uh, impaired, but uh, what a fucking dumb way to end a movie.
0: Well, dumb in a couple of ways, because I don't see how that saves her and the children.
1: Yeah. They're still going to look at this thing. Right. And they're still going to die. They Maybe they'll kill everybody in the school.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I know. This is what they mean. So, like, there there is part of it that I don't mind. Again, it's, it's shot well, and there's some interesting um filmmaking i guess on display here this is actually uh, directed by a woman one of the few women directors that we've talked about here this year suzanne beer don't know anything else she's done and none of those seem familiar to me so uh <laughs> for good reason <laughs> i also but think, i will say yeah. they're, they're, the, the one thing that this film can lay claim to is that it had a chokehold on the internet for a while because people memed this they talked wow. about it they did like the bird box challenge where you have Put the blindfold around your face and tried to go through either an obstacle or your own house, that sort of thing.
1: That's because people are fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, these are the right same around, people that eat Tide
0: Pods. Uh, well, no, I was going to say this. Yeah, this is about the same time as doing like the uh, ice bucket challenge yeah. thing. It was around the same time. So, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: to its credit, I guess, and maybe this is just the director, not the material. I did get the sense about halfway through the climax that this was in fact an allegory of uh, postpartum depression.
0: Yeah, I think it's very deeply about that.
1: But then. As soon as they resolve that, it's like a fucking slasher, film. <laughs> slasher flick. It's weird. It's, you know, they just lost the plot there. And then I found out it's the screenplay and the book are by men. Mm. So it made me doubt whether that's a read because that's how the director maybe interpreted it. And she really wanted to focus yeah, on bring that in. how rough Sandra Bullock is. I mean, that's, that's a Could be, your coach yeah. to do that, right? Like the actor, Like I don't, I don't think Sandra Bullock's like, you know what this character needs to do? She needs to be a fucking loser and hate children. It's like, that's. <laughs> that's probably a group decision to play mm-hmm. it that way, um, which I thought when that was resolving, I was like, I see that, like, uh, you know, I think that's a legitimate way to read this film.
0: The thing he- about it is that think what would have made that work better for me. This changes the movie no fundamentally. Yeah. I, I realize is that the kids were already born first so or it's like there's a shorter time between them yeah. being raised until the point of her like not caring about or we them.
1: need to yeah we need to spend that time in that middle section yeah
0: where the kids are already born. Over, right? yeah, yeah exactly because otherwise it's like so you for we'll say five years or six years i've just been like hating on these kids and yet they still want to be with i don't know this this does not make sense to me whatsoever
1: yeah i mean i don't know you can not that i have gone through it but being around folks that have been through postpartum of course there's this sense of lost time and this gap and this complex problem of knowing you're supposed to love something and not and like you're also sacrificing your previous life so you know it's just it's a big knot. So if you want to avoid that, I guess you can do this time skip for five years. But yeah, you lose you lose the important empathy for both the children and this woman. And instead, we see her survive uh, the murder of... No, no. The one kid's mother killed herself. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. just talking about this movie is sick, right? Like yeah, It, it's, it's it really... gets gross. And you don't need that, I think. You've reduced the cast by two thirds and you make this more of a psychological thriller instead of a slasher flick. Mm -hmm. And this thing, this thing could really work. It really Um, could work well. I think
0: the more I was thinking about it here this past week, I, I think what you have to do is you get through the house section first 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like you're done. Yeah. You flash forward and now you're in that relationship with yeah. the kids trying in to survive the hut, and then going down the journey. String
1: wire fishing line to yeah. find the next house. How host. is your
0: right. It's like, okay, is this a slasher film? Is this?
1: You don't need the wild pack of insane people driving fucking Mad Max cars to right. murder
0: people. What's the point of that? Like you, you don't I, need I, that for I, the I will, tension. I will say my last little point I will say here. They did go somewhere and say, okay, we need to cast the cutest kids we can <laughs> possibly find. So that when Sandra Blake yells in their faces, we're like, oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> they didn't do anything. Oh, man. I think all kids are ugly.
1: They tried a little bit to give the kids a little bit of um, character and meat in like a, Three-minute montage of them being told a story, and the Sandra and kicking down the door and be like, "No stories, no imagination. You're all piece of shit. You're all gonna die."
0: Which I, I, which I just do came like, out that to like yeah It's like, yeah, <laughs> you can't give them false hope in the future. You're all gonna die. <laughs> We're all dying, anyways. Good night, children. Yeah, that was weird.
1: And you know, I also felt let down. If I think this is the problem with the serial killing Looney Tune people with the cars, you eliminate them, and we just spend more time with the rapturous. Aliens slash spirits or ghosts, whatever they are, and use them as those moments where they're they're in that house, in that last house that they're in, and the dad has to protect them, mm-hmm. and he's got to go out and be raptured to save, You just do that with the aliens, we don't need weird hillbilly people, uh, we could do all of that subtly. And we could even show a gross, alien. I don't know. There's so many other options, better options, but maybe that was in the book. Maybe the hillbillies I, are a big part. I do of want book.
0: to point out that Dave is wearing his, we don't need no hillbillies <laughs> t-shirt right now.
1: Ironically, so. it's uh, under my overalls. <laughs> That's yeah. right.
0: And you do have a piece <laughs> of straw in your teeth. Weird. <laughs> uh all right so Just fell out of my hat out of five what are you gonna give bird box i'm gonna give it a two. Oh, this is interesting we flip-flopped because i'm giving it a 2.5 yeah i wonder if uh, so it's have... gonna tie again so do we put this above or below banner snatch then yeah i would I'm, put it above personally
1: it's shot uh better more competently and it's a film and it's not yes. exhausting uh so we, yeah i could do that i could put it above Banner snatch
0: so it's still incredibly... a great showing for our Netflix films. Here. It's,
1: it's such a letdown, especially because it has such culture. They remade it. It's like Bird Box Barcelona or something right now. <laughs> that just uh, came
0: out. That is right. I don't think re- they remade it. I think that is a sequel, isn't it? I, I just saw the title page and I
1: moved on. It's like Money Heist. Did you try Money Heist? So Money Heist was like this big thing for Netflix. And I tried to watch it. And I got to, You know, I love a good heist. That's Helen and I. That's mm-hmm. our kryptonite. We just—if you got a heist in a film, we'll watch it. This heist, Kyle, eight episodes, one-hour episodes each. The setup is incredible. Like yeah. they've got a great cast of actors. Everybody's backstory is fantastic. By the end of the season one, eight eight hours, right? Eight hours, eight hours. <laughs> they haven't done the heist yet. Yeah. They're just. This in is the my bank.
0: problem with like TV and you're just shows like, Why nowadays? the fuck am I watching this? This no. is like me, oh gosh, Making me go on a rant here. There's great TV shows being made. Everyone keeps telling, telling me this is like the golden age of television that we're in. Yes, and there's great stuff out there. But nothing bothers me more when that happens, where it's like this cool premise, great nothing happens and maybe one small cool thing in, in the last 30 seconds of an episode or a miniseries like you're gonna love this Kyle it's a 10 hour long movie <laughs> yeah I'm like I can barely get through pillars of the flower moon I, how are you gonna tell me I need to watch a 10 well, hour long movie where nothing happens for seven of the episodes
1: well this is the problem it's like I'll watch the 8 10 hour movie if it has an end right, right. like so if I you said this beautiful thing with I don't remember let's say nine character actors fantastic the story's really well-written. They've got this master plan. Like, yeah, fuck, let's go. And then eight hours later, you're like, uh, let's go. Like, let's do something. And they do punch something per episode, right? Because mm-hmm. otherwise, nobody will watch it. But I guess I'm bringing it up because they have like money heist Korea, money heist. Mm-hmm. What, they've rebuilt this into, I think it's five Different iterations.
0: Drives. It's the NCIS of That's how popular it is. It was
1: five, five uh, seasons. So I, I snuck a peek at season... Three and they were just coming to the end of the bank portion. <laughs> you know, like 16 hours later. This is hilarious to me
0: because, as you know, people age, it's like, you look so old. <laughs> yeah. It's like I you ate five years I, while climbing this height while you're
1: inside the bank. I don't, uh, I haven't kept up with Stranger Things. I only watched oh my the first gosh, season. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like
0: the same thing. It's like, you're still supposedly 15. <laughs> yeah. You're 29 years old now. <laughs>
1: that's what I keep thinking. I'm like, I, I like the first season, but there's no way those kids could pull that off because. Uh, they're adults now. Yeah.
0: Stick with the first season. I think that's all you need to watch. To it is honest. good. Yeah. It is quite good. It's good, mm-hmm. complete story. The Other Side of the Wind Fuck. is our last film we get to talk about here today. Oh, the the last pile of film. Garbage. Yeah. The last film of Mr. Orson Welles.
1: Well, heard of him? Um, it's not the last film of Orson. Welles. I, know, I know. It's found footage of something he was trying <laughs> yes. to do. Okay.
0: <laughs> Before we get into this, can you freshen me up? Can you give me oh, a, yeah, yeah. another water? Oh. There, I'm getting smacky over here.
1: Jay can't afford. The Ernest Hemingway of the cinema. I just want to know what he represents. The man is infested with disciples. I'm the apostle. Just like me and God. How could you tell us apart? Patrick's new movie? The Other Side of the Wind.
0: What's that about the movie? We don't
1: talk about the movie. So So you all guys are trying to get with it. Is that what this movie's about?
0: Well,
1: we don't actually know. What do we know? Jake is just making it up as he goes along. He's done it before.
0: So here's the thing. Yeah. This is a movie. You, you kind of just said it, right? Rosebud. This is, this is kind of cobbled. together. Yeah, yeah. Rosebud. It's a sled, everyone. <laughs> uh, it's uh, This is cobbled together footage that was shot in the 70s. Uh, to tie a bow onto this, though, all I'm trying to say is, like, fundamentally, this is a movie that is messy and I don't think works. as my position on this. It's but we're also yeah. going to be fundamentally opposed, because you think this is, like, garbage. Yeah. And I think it's interesting. Caps, Actually, I think yeah. it's an interesting failure of a project, but I don't think it's garbage. <laughs> so it's going to sound like I'm, like, totally defending something that even I'm not, like, it's a gonna totally It's going to sound
1: like you have a Letterbox. Pro account is what it's going
0: to sound no. like. Okay, first of all, <laughs> that's your first problem, <laughs> that you don't have a pro account. But second of all, <laughs> that you read the reviews. No one reads the reviews. I had to.
1: I was. I fell asleep three times watching this oh, last I night. I you did didn't. not fall asleep. Oh, but. man. And every time I popped up, I'm like, why am I watching this? And then I was thinking, that's why I texted you. I'm like, can I just pretend I watched it? That's when I woke up the first time. Mm-hmm. And then by the end, I was thinking, I need to know why we're watching this. And that's I why I was on Letterboxd. Because I, I, I think things. it's
0: so i'll tell you why i think it's a fascinating film all right definitely does not work 100%. yeah we stopped
1: the bit where we explain the film well i guess i, I
0: was going to ask you to explain the film but i don't want you to because you're going to do a bad job at it <laughs> i can i can sum it up fairly easily all right of like what the film is supposed to be about
1: okay no uh, fine yeah do what, what
0: i mean is because i don't think this fundamentally even has an ending but okay, so the, no. the, the 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 premise is that a very famous movie director uh, who once was well regarded yeah. is coming back to Hollywood.
1: Semi autobiographical, yeah. right?
0: Coming back to Hollywood to show off his latest film that he's trying to emulate some of the new auteurs that are around mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. and then dies? Question mark. But shows. But he says that in a voiceover at the beginning that he dies. So I'm assuming that that's what happens at the end. But he shows off his 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 last film, um, and it's the all in the documentary so. style. It's it's the made setup that all the footage we're about to see is from people that were at the party during the last filming of this. And so it's which just from color and yeah. block, black and white and super eight and 16 mil and 35 millimeters. So it kind of keeps flipping around, but that's essentially all that it is. It's like a director showing his last film. I think, uh, it should have just
1: stayed in the vault and uh, it's total fan that this thing exists. And I, you know, I love the mythology of Orson Welles. And I don't misunderstand why someone would want to do this in this, especially in this age where yeah. we're like looking for idols. We've lost this sense of like classic Hollywood and films how they used to, sure. you know, should have been. But especially because we lived in 1971 for a year. Yes. This film uh, was garbage to me because we saw this done way better in low budget films over the last three and a half years have been doing this like yeah
0: yes and no i I, I agree with that we should really be looking at this as a 1971 film yeah then looking at it as a 2018 film which that's it very right. much is not no uh but that's when it was released so that's what we're going to do about it yes it is semi-biographical this is the point where i have to pitch people watch uh they'll the, love the me when i'm of, dead the yeah. documentary that's on netflix which i also watched and it is that is great it is such a great documentary how they put it all together far more satisfying than actually watching this movie so watch the documentary is what i'm, I'm going to pitch to people because uh, there's a moment that happens in there where orson was like this is not autobiographical and it like smashes cuts smash cuts over to peter bogdanovich he's like bullshit it's totally autobiographical because <laughs> yeah. it is i mean this oh yeah this is yeah. essentially orson welles being like upset that he was pronounced as like the best american filmmaker fell out of favor tried desperately to get his ran his, from who
1: acts what he did yeah, yeah. To,
0: to, tried desperately to get a film to be like seen as this auteur again and then floundered for like the last 15 years of his life making half-made films unreleased films little projects here and Hubris. there yeah, yeah, and then you know brought well, in his friends to try and make this and then eventually was taken away from him
1: his greatest work 1984 is the voice of, uh, of yes uh, <laughs>
0: that's his they, transformers they actually, the they, movie. they don't go into uh transformers <laughs> specifically but they bring that up as like it's not like he wasn't working on other projects no, at the same like time like he was yeah, like doing his voice tv work, yeah. and he was doing other films and Uh, acting a lot and Uh, stuff like that. But also the greatest film. The the Transformers. The first film I cried.
1: That's actually true. The first film I cried watching.
0: Uh, And the last film you cried in was The Other Side of the Wind, but for very different (laughs) reasons. how do you kill optimus prime why it's fucking brutal there's there's an element of meta textualness i guess that i do enjoy about this film yes it's that autobiographical nature but the fact that he does have john houston as his own stand yeah, in in this yeah, yeah. who i actually think does actually a pretty decent job in this movie yeah, he's, he's probably the only good fine. actor i did think you, did you movie. think
1: at the beginning when he was driving the car that he was actually dead kind of yeah. <laughs> it's really weird right that part where they're talking around him i'm like is it, uh, is uh, it a wax figure? The
0: reason why is because John Huston did not join the film until two years in, so nah. they filmed around a lot of his stuff. So well, it, th- there's why that this part is you can kind of tell, but
1: it's just that first when he first appears, I was like, this could be a Madame Tussauds like wax figurine of him. He doesn't even know. Right. Yeah, and then maybe and then, it was. and then he turns
0: on, and you're like, okay, I remember why he's famous.
1: That voice, the Christopher that Christopher Lee loved It, it actually don't.
0: sounds like uh, James Coburn to me. He yeah. sounds so much like James Coburn. In fact, that's or, who I thought it was very briefly. No, that's no, that's John Huston. The director of Annie. <laughs> I like to point out. It's the one movie in his filmography that makes no sense to me. Because yeah. the guy who makes uh, the Maltese Falcon and like, uh, what else? The you Misfits gotta, and all these other your deuce. like... <laughs> you gotta pay your dues. You gotta pay your dues. He owed somebody something, mm-hmm. Right. So the, the whole film being about a director struggling to become relevant again. Yeah. So it's By cool if you know the backstory and all that kind of heart stuff. Heart
1: porn, yeah.
0: It's a negative before I go to my last positive, the negative here is like, this it just fundamentally is not a finished film. No. This is not a finished film. And I've been thinking about this really only for like the last day because I only watched this last night very late. Me too, me too. Um, is, is there examples of this that I can think of? The closest I got to in film is Eyes Wide Shut, where Stanley Kubrick dies in the editing process right, of that movie. But he right. finished shooting it, at the very yeah. least. I can't actually think of a movie where the director dies oh. while they're filming it. Director. Um, I was going to say, sure there's there that is. Terry Gilliam,
1: that was because Heath Ledger died. So. Yeah, that's a
0: star dying. Um, like that's not the, really the same thing. Anyways, I can't think of one. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone can write in and, and let yeah, me know.
1: I'm sure we Google it, but we're not
0: going but, to. But uh, there is lots of examples in music. The new Beatles song, for instance, just came out here Right. as right. we're talking about this. So they cobbled that together from like old takes and tried to make a new song when that really wasn't designed to be a song that was released. Right. Um, opera has so many examples of this, of of the composers dying while they're writing their final opera. Uh, Turandot is like the best example I can think of off the top of my head. Um, and then another composer comes in and finishes off for them yeah. sort of thing. Book publishing. I mean, the um, yeah, yeah. Uh, fantasy series series. Um, a wheel of time wheel did of that, time, where yeah. like the last three books are written by a different author. So. Fucking
1: Chris Tolkien's been trying to pull money from yeah. his dad's work for the last sixty
0: years. So there's examples of this sort of in other medium. Yes, yeah, I'm sure somebody comes in and finishes something that that's There's got to be some prominent one in film. But, in fact, I just came back from New York where I watched Stephen Sondheim's last musical. Oh, yeah. I'm putting that in quotes. Okay. Because uh, they came up with a dramatical dramatological reason of not having music in the second act. Oh, because because they didn't want
1: to bring somebody to actually compress Correct. for
0: it, which I think was the right decision. Personally, I don't think they needed to produce this work, but it's nice to see his final songs that he wrote and stuff. Be honored. Uh, yeah. Should be. And, a and I, I felt somewhat similar to that I was more positive about the musical than this movie. Whereas, like, I understand the reasoning. I can even be persuaded somewhat that they signed off on this but that i uh, a thousand percent believe that if sondheim had survived and seen that work in rehearsals leading up to be like i'm gonna write you two more songs because there's scenes sure. that demand it in yeah. that show yeah. that It's like i'm gonna actually finish this off the way that it needs to be finished off but you know it's a unfinished work that they put on uh, just so that they could get that music out there and that's fine this and on the other hand was like Yes, he wanted to make this be his like last magnum opus. He shot a lot of it, but I just think it's too flimsy of a narrative. There's no like through line for it to be fully satisfying. But what does work for me, and I think this is where we're gonna probably have our biggest disagreement. I think some of this stuff looks like gorgeous like I think like the film within the film looks sure. like beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. like to yeah, how he yeah. got how he got yeah. that. There are certain sequences in the black and white with John Huston in like the conversation pieces which yep. that feel actually like full scenes yeah. that are effective and I think are framed well. Like the, this is where you can see the master of Wells on display. Like this is something that is considered staged well, framed well, photographed impeccably. And then it just gets a little too frenetic for me. This is very oh, different than any Wells. Inducing. Again, yeah. This is different than any other Wells project. Like he went into like surrealism in some of yeah. his other work. But this is like not like his other work No, whatsoever. it's
1: messy. It's so messy. I don't know. It is, it's ugly. I, so I understand what you're, like, so when the film within the film comes out, the cinematography, the color, oh, the, the, the actors, so everybody's beautiful, beautiful everything's yeah. beautiful, uh, but who gives a shit because it doesn't fucking make any sense and it has no value. And apparently one of the nerds in the like, that's the point. It's not, it's, it's a bad movie.
0: Well, so the, the- Oh, well, sorry. Are you saying that the movie within the movie is bad or both of them are?
1: Uh, Yeah, they both are.
0: But I I think that is part of the point that his last movie is bad that he's showing.
1: Well, I'm just saying. So as somebody who is not going to do the backstory, not going to watch the Mm -hmm. making of the biography, just as a movie it's garbage like it's unwatchable if if i had paid 15 bucks or gone on tuesday and paid eight bucks without knowing what it was going to be about as soon as that opening sequence with the apology about making it right yeah no that's a red flag and then they use the photographs to do the title sequence Mm -hmm. so you're already like this is already messy it's rough it's not put together it has no structure and then the first five minutes of the party is no no sorry of the guy trying to get the producer to watch some of the Mm -hmm. dailies and then people in the porn scene and then everybody trying to get on a bus. You're just like, I don't know what the fuck this is about. So that's,
0: again, part of this messiness is that supposedly there's hundreds of hours that they're combing through and trying to make this, make a narrative from a script that really wasn't written. (laughs) They are kind of making this up as they go along. There are certain scenes in this movie as it stands. I was like, get out of there. doesn't need to even be there. I Mm -hmm. don't understand why we're even in this point. The fact that it opens up with that orgy scene, I'm like, I, what, <laughs> like, what, 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 are we doing here? I don't know. There's, um, yeah, certain uh, dialogue scenes, conversation scenes. I'm like, yeah, fine. Like, get this out of here. We don't need this to be in here. I actually think this would be a bit more palatable if they actually trimmed it down <laughs> a little bit from here. And just like, I, I actually don't mind the apology as much as I think you are, uh, no, about it. Like, I, I have no problem with them coming up and be like, listen, this is an unfinished work we have pulled together the narrative as much as we possibly could to honor the Orson Welles vision fine um i've watched other movies that have like missing reels cuz they just don't exist anymore the um the judy garland version of a star is born is like that where there's this certain scenes that don't exist anymore cuz mm. they got lost um, metropolis from the 1920s there's missing reels so it's like here's what happens in this scene and then they go off onto the next thing right Actually, they should have done a little bit more of that in this movie where it's like, okay, when they do the that is this. And when then,
1: yeah, when they're doing the meta narrative yeah. and they're watching the film that John Huston has not finished, you know, whatever. Right. I, don't, I, I think, too, because I don't know anything about the background, that meta-ness isn't obvious enough until maybe sure. you're halfway through the film. And then you realize it's kind of like trying to make fun and comment on itself yes. and be self-referential. But at that point, I'm checked out because like... Uh, It's already too messy. I don't even remember where we started. I don't really give a shit. And uh, there's some magnetism between Peter Bogdanovich and John Huston, for sure, as the leads. Those are are my favorite bits, to be honest with you. Everybody else is fucking awful.
0: Awful. I I totally agree. Unwatchable. Like, very bad. Like, this is weirdly bad acting in this. I don't know why. Like, I don't know what it is about it. Cause we've watched other movies from the seventies that aren't like well, that. This so mean, like
1: if you watch, uh, so all I could think about was uh sweet Subac always comes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. What do you call it? The Smithereens in 82. Um, oh, that's right. There was another one. This this sort of guerrilla style that cinema, Verite, yeah, yeah, yeah. et etc. et cetera. Even uh bicycle thief and like bicycle thief is like the inverse of this. You got yeah, a guy that picked a, off the street
0: and, just does a bang and he's up job. fucking
1: incredible. Yeah. right? Mag- magnetic. You, you assume he's some like theatrical actor and he's just a dude. Just mm-hmm. a dude going through the depression, and this one you have some of the biggest, you know, I guess Hollywood names that are hanging out with Orson Welles at the time. Yeah.
0: there's there's definitely cameos and that, that I don't even terrible. pick up on. But, yeah, yeah. This is where like part of like the themes do sort of work for me because this is definitely someone, again, in the '70s trying to like find their place with like these new auteurs that are showing up. Yeah. We talked about this in '71, where like the studio system had fallen out, Who acts the, the independent yeah. film movement is going up, and works and wells is basically like hey like i was the original like independent filmmaker yeah. why am i not being brought along for the same but thing then he, he just finished a movie i know um, but then he uh,
1: starts copying everything right he's like oh we're doing exploitation, so i'm right. gonna make pornography yeah,
0: yeah. we're doing we're this, gonna do this you know. we're doing that and uh he's,
1: he's just passed his time
0: but uh, so why
1: are we putting that on uh on the screen the, the, it's kind of sad
0: actually well, it's not honoring him yes I, I agree with that i think that this I don't have a problem with it being released because I do think there is some values to see some of this footage kind of movies I guess where I kind of like I don't know if this really is technically even a movie in, yeah. in the traditional sense the part that I was going to mention about liking was I do like the conversations they're having about like the nature of like making movies for art versus just for money and like mm. w- why is this one prized over this one yeah. there is a very clear Pauline Kale analog that yeah. is in this movie accusing him of uh, accusing him of like, destroying like, out and yeah. destroying cinema and all this other stuff and destroying
1: men because he slept at their Women, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I also will say that I did like the there is a very clear, for me at least, gay undertone that is going through this. Whereas, like he's portraying very much like a Hemingway, like masculine man, yeah. but kind of allude to the fact that he's sleeping with his leading men. So yeah. there's kind of like that uh, commentary that's going through here, which I, which I did not know until watching the documentary that that was something that Orson Welles was also accused of oh. <laughs> of sleeping with his leading men. I'm like, oh, did not know that. Great. Uh, okay, fine. It's
1: the voice. That's the voice. Yeah.
0: To, to, uh, and by the way, the uh, actress in the movie, within the movie, was his then-girlfriend. Makes sense. I don't know. So, good for Because she him, can't
1: act. act. She's beautiful, but she cannot act. And she was uh, sadly red-facing, because I looked her up, and she yeah, she's is not. she's from Croatia, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, not indigenous, so. Um, that's a whole other problem. It's a lot of racism. Casual, oh, casual 70s racism. racism. Oh, casual yeah. racism. Oh, yeah.
0: Which we talk about a lot in the 1971 yeah. season. We're just kind of thrown out. Oh, it's pretty uh, A lot of the people in the party scene are actual directors from that time but also portraying different directors from that time That's so messy
1: hits. man i saw dennis hopper credit did you notice him in the film
0: yeah he's in there for like maybe twenty six. seconds there's actually maybe another I, documentary I asleep. there's actually another documentary of him talking with Being orson welles on the set yeah. it's like an hour and a half long or something of them literally just having a conversation yeah. back and forth i'd be watched interesting because
1: it's like an insane person and crazy in the person. same person, yeah. yeah, yeah. With a deep voice.
0: <laughs> so, anyways, I think what I wrote in my letterbox is that I don't think that this is, I think it's too messy to be completely written off as bad, and I just don't think it's coherent enough to be called good. So, I fall like right in the middle of it, where yeah. it's like, there is parts of it that I think that are worthy of discussion, but this is not a movie. It's not a finished movie, so it's it's really hard to talk about.
1: I feel like just listening to you talk about this documentary... Mm-hmm. That watch the documentary that's where it should have ended right they should have never assembled oh, this thing
0: thank you for reminding me and yeah. that should this could have appeared within the documentary so oh my god dave you are crazy right now because that is literally what orson Welles says at the end of the documentary oh okay before he died yeah. he, that's what he wanted to do yeah. was make a documentary of the making of this movie rather than releasing it as a movie that's, I'm what, like, you should do. Yes, that's what you should have done <laughs> right. that's what that's how they should survive in yes. the world that would have been an homage to Orson Welles because and this is this is my failure as a cinephile that I've only seen Citizen Kane and Touch of Evil before this but in his later life apparently he got really fascinated with like what was real in cinema mm. um so his last masterpiece a lot of people call it is F for Fake which starts off as an actual real documentary about these people turns into a fake documentary and then turns into a fictional film nice so it kind of does this evolution, which feels very similar to um, Exit Through the Gift Shop, if anyone's seen that movie before. The one, yeah. Uh, which is great. I love that movie, but yeah, it's like... Super weird. Does not, it's not actually a documentary, as no. it turns out. No. <laughs> but people thought it was at the time. But it's like, yeah, I like that twisty-turvy narrative of like, oh yeah, you started to make a movie about a documentary about making a movie, and then ended up making a documentary about the documentary of that making of a movie. Yeah, like if like,
1: you can go meta, go meta. Mm-hmm. Don't do it within the confines of a fictional film. Right. Like it's just, it, it didn't work.
0: I hated it. Yeah. I, hated I did not hate year. it. I, th- I I was actually interested for most of it. Did I know what was going on for the first 20 minutes? Absolutely not. Well, what
1: about the middle 20 minutes?
0: I did. That's where I kind of <laughs> locked into it, actually. It's like, okay, so there's like this conversation about like the art of movie making. And it's like John Huston is obviously the analog for Orson Welles here. And that it actually is weirdly like Peter Bogdanovich had a relationship with uh, John Ford, which felt like that they were commenting on that at the same time too. It's too, that's but. too many.
1: I also, I also feel like, and this is just being a simpleton, if you're going to do... Uh, found footage or changing footage or you're going to have uh contrasting visual styles within a film it needs to be consistent within its break too you can't do 8 mil 60 mil in the same party it's fucking
0: exhausting i, I, I right? do i actually kind of agree with that too because i actually didn't hate any of the formats but switching between them so scattered. Like within a
1: conversation is a mistake
0: yeah I, agree. I,
1: I don't know if that was intentional or that was the found footage but yeah. Going to the film and know. being widescreen in this fucking gorgeous color. Great. Having, uh,
0: that black and white looks
1: great too. Some, some of the black and white looks fucking incredible and some of it's That's just true. garbage. Yes. You're right.
0: right. Yes. hundred percent.
1: So just, I just kept like, I, yeah, I didn't have a seizure, uh, but it I, felt I, like I was very,
0: but it's one of those things messy, too man, is like, I just couldn't figure it out. I raised my eyebrow like Dwayne, the rock Johnson. <laughs> That's a pretty high raise When, yeah. um, it's like we're honoring orson was like you're not no. like this is not what he would have released no like a thousand percent this is it's not why what it's
1: why it wasn't released yes. it's not like he didn't have an opportunity before he died like right.
0: it was sitting for at least 10 more years apparently <laughs> though held hostage by the iranian government it's a crazy story yeah, that they get no. into but regardless it's like if he yeah there's a fundamental reason why this doesn't get released in his own time frame it's because he just had a hard time Finishing movies. There's three unfinished projects he has in his last 15 years. It's not his
1: hubris, hubris of his fans. It's like just
0: well, just I let think it go. The, one thing again. This gets into like the the autobiography and to psychoanalyze someone. When you make something that within five years of it coming out, like definitely Hollywood really push back against. Susan kane because of like who he was talking about within that movie and commenting on within five years though sight and sound poll comes out and for like the next 40 50 years of his life it's like this is the best movie that's ever of been all made time, man. no one has ever made a better movie like i, I kind of understand on his level it's like well i have to get anything i do it has to be compared to this movie This the best movie of all time that no one has ever made a better movie of and i can see like the last 15 years you're like he's become more insular because it's like oh no, this isn't perfect. This is this is not gonna be looked at favorably and
1: I mean I I don't know anything about it. I did a brief mm-hmm. scan of Wikipedia uh, because I wanted to understand what this um, exile was because I didn't actually know that he had left the country. I just yeah. thought
0: he stopped he making films. couldn't make movies. They wouldn't give him money anymore.
1: Which is, yeah, it kind of ties in. And then I was thinking because we spent some time in 71 talking about HUAC and I was like, was he formally blacklisted? Because he never comes up in that conversation. And it turns out he was not, but he suspected he would be and so he ran away. So already, if you want to do a psychoanalysis, by the mid-60s, he is neurotic. There's yes. something paranoid uh, and problematic with the ways approaching films, but he was still making like the one you talked about that came out in the mid 70s didn't it the f for yes. Fake. so he's making the movies yes. he is getting money to make them it's just all in his mind you know and i think this
0: is what i think i think like, this something this went, with his other two like unfinished projects should have been like released as like a dvd pack for hardcore fans yeah, but like exactly. yeah again as a, as a movie i don't know there's some interesting things in here as a curio but i'm never going to probably choose to watch this again i'll oh, be no. perfectly upfront about no. that um, I really want to check out F for Fake right now. Just yeah, yeah. Based on what I've now learned about it. described,
1: sure. And uh, again, nothing against Orson Welles as a filmmaker prior <laughs> prior to the creation of this monstrosity. And as you brought up, if he brought it up in, in the documentary, I agree with it wholeheartedly. This should never have been a standalone film. No. And if the documentary is that good, just weave it in and fuck off. Okay, that could be a documentary miniseries. Mm-hmm. There's so many Netflix docuseries right now. So if you need a little bit more runtime to put this film in that. I might watch that. I think that's more fascinating. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's just one star. (laughs) Cal.
0: It's my favorite film of all time. I'm going to 2.5. I don't think it's uh, as bad as what you're letting it on to be. Not good. I'm not going to say it's good. (laughs) (laughs) So uh the because, here's pause. here's what it is what this ties with is two films that i like loathe, loathe all right uh which is uh bohemian rhapsody and aquaman so do you but there's that's...
1: they're like bad for different reasons right yes. because bohemian rhapsody and aquaman are just fucking dumb the problem is they're just dumb and this one maybe the problem is it's too trying to be too smart i don't i don't know
0: they're well too hard to the, put so, <laughs> let's um meet in the middle What's what was that word uh, uh Let's meet in the middle okay. <laughs> and we'll split the difference. We'll put in between those two. All right. Uh
1: which means below Bohemian, above Aquaman. Correct. It's Aquaman, bro. God. Uh
0: it is. It is definitely in that movie apparently comes out in a month.
1: Oh, the sequel. Is uh S-E-A James Gunn sequel.
0: yes. Is
1: is James Gunn keeping uh hot guy?
0: Apparently not, no. Yeah. Because these movies suck, so... Did you watch Blue Beetle? No. Someone was... was uh, I saw this online, and I... You know, all superhero movies have not done... No, uh, great it's over. over the last few months. Yeah, it's over. Uh, I mean, until another movie comes out and makes like six, seven hundred million dollars. No, it. way. it's back. It's I mean, back, other baby. than
1: Venom, apparently. I but. do
0: think this is something we were talking about through all of the comic book movies we talked about for this season. I think we are basically done with the whole, your movie gets two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Like, that is done. We're yeah. not, we're not production budget wise. Yeah, yeah, we're not giving production budgets for that if they're not making the returns anymore. Superhero movies will continue on forever. Sure. Does not. Ten of them out a year. That yeah. it's just, just going to lower down. That being said, for like James Gunn and the whole DC universe, quote unquote, if Superman comes out in twenty twenty five, that's when it's scheduled to come out. Are they out. Re, uh, rebooting re- the whole reboot okay. and stuff? Yeah, is that, that the woman? What?
1: The, this they keep talking about Super Girl or Woman in no. the Flash. That's a whole other.
0: That's that too. Okay, but if Superman comes out and it bombs, oh my gosh! Like DC then has to do a complete like navel gaze. Like, what are we doing? What are we they doing They need to just stop. And who knows? Because WB is basically trying to be bought out. I don't know. I thought
1: they did get bought well, out Well, they've Amazon. been
0: bought out before, but I'm just saying. Like Amazon's
1: trying to sell it as well. Is that what's happening? No,
0: like they, uh, they are owned by discovery. Oh, I sorry. Think, I'm thinking right of MGM. Now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all I'm saying is like the way that WB has been handling. Their all movie their releases IPs? recently oh, yeah. has been so bizarre to me. It's like, they don't want to make money. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, well Will,
0: good the machine does some stuff it probably <laughs> said some stuff during this episode it's counting down it's going to blow up we got a point. compliment
1: that uh, your machine work i don't listen to our podcast but apparently you've been doing a really good job uh-huh. voicing the machine so uh, good job we're wrapping this thing up so i have to compliment it's, you
0: uh, if anyone wants to know the behind the scenes it is the Karen save voice f- from apple computer save it for dictation. the
1: doc save it for the doc
0: <laughs> All right. Well, next time when we meet you here, our we are going to be talking favorite? some international films. It's oh. our Asian persuasion corner.
1: I thought we were finishing up. What's our schedule? I thought we were we done. We have two more episodes. Oh shit! Okay, so I'm I'm uh, misunderstanding our schedule. So what what what's on the slate?
0: Next is up is the Japanese film Shoplifters. Ooh, we're
1: back in Japan um where there are rabid fans when i shit on throwaway books
0: (laughs) shop yeah right uh another movie that we could have compared this to like what the fuck is happening you know what Um, (laughs) we'll just do
1: that quickly throwaway throwaway books is way better than this film
0: even though i
1: really Mm -hmm. didn't like it that at least in hindsight had a lot of intention Mm -hmm. and structure whether i enjoyed it personally or not and this is like below that So,
0: So, Shoplifters is the Japanese film which two separate different people have told me that I will love. Um, I actually saw this filmmaker's latest film at the Calgary International Film Festival and loved that. So I'm anticipating enjoying this as uh, well.
1: The which movie?
0: Monsters, what I saw at the Calgary International Film Festival. Okay. Um, Koreeda is what the uh, director's name is. Uh, And anyway, so and then the other movie is the Korean film Burning. If we're gonna watch, which I've seen before, which is very good. Okay, uh, but slow, ponderous, doesn't tell you exactly what's happening. to ends with a gut punch. I gonna say you,
1: like, crickets, yeah, good.
0: Literally, a man punches someone in the gut. No, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we're in our home stretch. Well, then we'll have our final episode in January and, um, okay, cry.
1: I know it's over, all because of capitalism, Kyle. Well, but <laughs> honestly, if it wasn't for having to earn any fucking money. we could do this indefinitely
0: indefinitely
1: we could just do it for the art right for the sake of this conversation
0: and our friendship that's right and instead we got to go to work for the man hate those men yeah just like the women in this movie uh all right i'm gonna have one of those strawberries i think all kids are ugly